go. Welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live. Today is November 21st, 2022. We cover breaking news, culture, mematic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Total, total shitcoin capitulation. Man, the contagion is real. Potentially um, Barry Silbert's thing uh, might be in trouble. Uh, supposedly it's not Coinbase came out with a release saying that they're totally backed. It's also affecting some Bitcoin companies as well. Unfortunately, this bear market is brutal. However, big, however, if you have been taking the advice of Bitcoiners from day one, if you've just been staying humble, stacking sats, none of this has none, none of this would really affect you. In fact, wherever the Bitcoin bottom is, and no one really knows, um, as much as you know, as, as much as people love the, the TA and stuff, um, cheaper sats for you, a good opportunity, right? So, I think that's the whole essence of today's show. We're gonna get to it, we're gonna get through all the receipts. But before we start the awesome show, I want to give a shout out to my awesome co host. How you doing, Opti? Well, what's up, Nico? Good morning. Good morning to everyone out there. Uh, yeah, you know, it's been a pretty brutal bear market so far. <laughs> and uh, this crypto contagion or whatever, you know, it's getting, hey, it is getting spicy out there on, on Bitcoin Twitter land. And we said it last week, man, you know, we, we have still yet to seen all the bodies float down the river. But, you know, as a Bitcoiner, just don't sell your Bitcoin and there's no loss. You know, you get cheap sats, put Bitcoin in cold storage and go and live your life. And Bitcoin will be here when you need it. So, hey, nothing's changed to the Bitcoin view. You know, the Bitcoiners out there continuously spreading that signal and just just doing Bitcoin things right now. You know, everyone's just watching on the sidelines, all the fireworks. So, hey. It's awesome to be a Bitcoiner. Glad to be in another bear market. <laughs> Just, hey, man, if you can't laugh right now, you'd be crying. So, hey, stay up, people. Stay up. And, of course, I want to introduce my awesome guest. How you doing, Andres? Welcome to the hey, show. Fellow, guys? fellow <laughs> Venezuelan. Finally made it. This guy's a bit of a diva. He, he, he was, he's hard to get a hold of. Yeah, How I thought you doing, we were going to get rug pulled again. No, no, no. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can okay, hear you perfect. perfectly. You're yeah, coming in awesome. loud and clear. Anyways, ladies and gents, let's start the show. Let's let's hit the numbers. Let's do it. The Bitcoin numbers brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, guys, at the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 16,034 sats per dollar. We're at 6,237 block height. We're at 764,158 reachable i mean uh blocks of the havening were at seventy five thousand eight hundred and forty two. <laughs> that date could not come any sooner sooner <laughs> having estimate it's april 22nd 2024 total lightning network capacity 5038 capacity value we're at 80.7 million us dollars realized monetary inflation 1.77 percent the market capitalization of bitcoin wow it is so small is a great opportunity we're at 300 and seven billion dollars anyways i have a throwback for you guys um because sometimes 
when you're in the thick of things, you kind of you kind of get lost. You get lost in the sauce, right? You're like, oh, this is terrible. This is this is atrocious, right? But you, if you look back in Bitcoin's history, right, we've been here before. We've been here before many, 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 many times. And if you just hodl, don't stop believing, which what our friend Yellow always says, you'll be all right. Anyways, check this out. This is a throwback from when Mount Gox collapsed. For anyone who doesn't know, Mount Gox was the one, the exchange back in the day, back in the 2013-2012 uh, era. And very similar to FTX, it, colla it collapsed, it rug pulled everyone. They're still going to bankruptcy. People are still trying to get their money back. Uh, not really, right? And uh, the, But the same lesson was taught, right? Not your keys, not your Bitcoin, right? So again, history is repeating itself, but hopefully every single time one of these waves, one of these adoption waves happen, right? More and more people burn their finger on the stove, so to speak, and they learn, right? Take self-custody of your Bitcoin. And that's exactly what you're seeing nowadays with the huge outflows going out of exchanges. Anyways, I want to play you guys this clip and then we'll talk about it. What about Bitcoin? And oh, here we go. Bitcoin in the news this week. It could be the future of currency, but the high-profile collapse of a Bitcoin business has some people wondering if it's already dead. Now, one business in Durham is committing to new currency, and Brian Schrader explains what it is and why Bitcoin users say the future is bright. Alex Walkowski is trying to buy a biscuit from Rise Bakery in Durham, but he's not using dollars. It's a dollar eight. Okay, with Bitcoin. Rise started accepting Bitcoins as payment last week. Bitcoin is a virtual currency. You use your smartphone, tablet, or computer to spend it. No central bank issues it, no government regulates it, and proponents like Jameson Lopp say that's why it's great. People say Bitcoins have value, and they then transfer them amongst each other uh, in exchange for other goods and services. Rise owner Tom Ferguson likes the idea. He's tired of paying credit card fees to banks. We just recently raised our minimum wage here to 10 10 an hour. So to help compensate that, if we can lower what we're paying in fees, it's win-win. The value of a Bitcoin has been volatile. A Bitcoin was worth more than $1,100 in December. Now it's worth about half as much. And this week, a major Bitcoin exchange named Mt. Gox went under. Hundreds of millions of dollars worth of Bitcoins are missing. And the people who held them have no recourse. Lop says this story is more about Mt. Gox as a company than Bitcoin as a currency. We're basically letting this uh, incompetent company fail and uh, better companies are going to replace it. Ferguson told me he's doing his part to keep the currency alive and thriving. And he hopes it convinces people to fill their phones with Bitcoins. Brian Schrader, WRAL News, Durham. So, for our audio listeners who didn't get to see the visual cue, it, when they said Bitcoin's price collapsed, it went from a thousand down to five hundred and fifty dollars. That's right. That's right. You heard that correctly. So, the moral of the story here, right? And I think Jamison Lop. First of all, it's crazy how that Bitcoin has this effect where the longer you're in Bitcoin, the longer your beard grows. It's like this like weird thing, right? Um, but yeah, it's it, absolutely spot on. And the reason I wanted to show you guys that throwback video is you got to zoom out some time to get a sense of where you are, right? We're sitting at, even with Bitcoin being down, what, 75% um, to 80% from all-time high, 
were sitting at 16,056. When that video was recorded, they were complaining about how Bitcoin went from $1,000 down to 500. I think the all-time low of that era was around $300, right? So zoom out. You're going to be looking back on this two, three, four years from now. If you stay humble, stack sat, stay away from leverage, stay away from the shitcoin casino, the gambling, right? And uh, you're going to be happy you did, man. So it's 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 good to take a look at those throwbacks sometimes to get a sense of where you are exactly. Um, but I've never been so bullish. The Bitcoin hash rate continues to make an all-time high. All these shitcoin exchanges, all that leverage is being fleshed out. Nature is healing, and that's a good thing. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts? And then we'll move on to Andres. Uh, well, first and foremost, just like uh, the quality of that video, it, it makes it seem like it's so long ago, you know, like it's all grainy. It, it kind of reminded me of those um, those videos you see about uh, like like legacy media talking about the Internet and they're like so confused about the Internet and they don't know what's going on. But then to another point, you know, a lot with no beard that, you know, this is a long time ago. So amazing to see that video. And it's literally the same narrative that we are all talking about nine years later. We're saying basically the same thing. Like this has nothing to do with Bitcoin. This is just about a, sh a shady company doing nefarious things. But even to that point, I mean, like $1,100 Bitcoin, $500 Bitcoin, amazing. You know, I, I wish we had a time machine to go back there and, and stack them sets. I, I wish I got into Bitcoin that early. But uh, another point, like I think this year's all the all the contagion and all the blowups we've had this year, I think is going to be very similar to the the MT Gox, Amount Gox saga, where it's like this is going to be drawn out for so long that we're we're going to definitely be talking about this the next bear cycle or even the next cycle after that. So you know, people will only learn by putting their hands on the stove. And people need to make these mistakes. Like we said it before, you know, when you get into Bitcoin. Uh, there's a cost of tuition and sometimes people pay a lot more than others and sometimes people are wise and they learn from other people's mistakes. So hopefully people will learn from this mistake and, and not wreck themselves. But like you said, Bitcoin, in my opinion, has never been safer. It's never been uh, the risk to reward ratio has never been better. Like Bitcoin doesn't have that that uh, uncertainty that happened when when Gox blew up. Like now, it's like it, I don't think anyone's saying like, "Oh, Bitcoin is dead." Seriously, there's only you know the the Bitcoin skeptics that are saying that. Now it's just like, all right, you know, Bitcoin's gonna chug along, and it's just gonna take a few years for us to hit all time high again. No one's like really concerned about Bitcoin dying. It's just like, yeah, we know that this is the case that there's shady companies doing shady shit, and so you know, just stack Bitcoin and keep it in cold storage and, and go live your life and provide the value and save in Bitcoin. Amen to that. I think you you hit, you really hit the nail on the head, bro, which is, um, you know, the first time this happened with Mt. Gox has never happened before. So think about how much scarier that was back back then. If you've been here a minute and you understand, you know, the industry you've been you, you, you've seen this happen over and over and over and over again. And once again, history is repeating itself. But this time the headlines are a lot big, a lot bigger because it's huge public mining companies like Core Scientific. It's these massive exchanges that, you know, are are getting involved with political parties. And I'm talking about FTX and SBF, right? So the, the, this is magnified, but what is actually happening, if you look at it on a very 
you know, basic level, it's history repeating itself once again, right? It's an unethical exchange. It's a centralized exchange. You shouldn't rely on a third party to, to store your Bitcoin. Stop. Don't trust. Minimize that trust. Um, and the same thing happened, right? So I, we're going to be looking back at these moments and we're going to be playing you the clips of the 2022 newscast and the 2022 headlines. And we're going to be playing you those clips five years from now. And we're going to be telling you exactly the same thing, right? So it's really interesting how all this is happening. But guys, you have to protect yourself. Definitely, if you haven't already done so, take your Bitcoin into self-custody. Don't trust these exchanges. You don't know how far this contagion is going. We're going to get into a little bit more of the details about that during the news section. But anyways, I want to get Andres's thoughts. Andres, is isn't this crazy, man? These throwback videos, bro, they're, they're, they give you a sense of where you are. Yep, yep, they're insane, man. And um, I was just looking at the, like, during that bear market that started, you know, from, that it precipitated from the Mount Gox situation. Um, I don't want to be ultra bearish here. This should be something that, like, you know, everybody that's stacking is looking forward to. Uh, the price, like, ultimately fell from that low of 366 all the way down to $150. So it, it still went down 61% after that whole debacle. So if you're stacking sats, guys, I sold everything in my house. Uh, if you guys hear an echo, it's because it's empty. I got rid of everything, my chair, everything. Like I only kept my cat and uh, like my computer. That's all I need. I'm, I'm, I'm going all in. Um, and again, yeah, self-custody. Like that's a, it's a lesson that's gonna, a lot of people are gonna have to keep learning, and and it, it's just a sign that we're still so early in the Bitcoin, man. Like, uh, like in that in that report, the guy was saying like, hopefully they were interviewing someone at, that I was paying, and he's like, hopefully that there will be like better exchanges in the future, and uh, no, like you, you can't you can't trust. Like I mean I mean like look, Mt. Gox and now FTX, what's gonna happen in the future? There's going to be another exchange and they're going to be no, this time, guys, you, you should trust us. Like, it, it, it's no. interesting because the Bitcoin only exchanges are doing just fine. It's really right. the exchanges that dabble in shit coins mm -hmm. and they get shit results. And I just want to pull this up to give you guys like a, you know, a, an idea for our audio listeners. I'll try to describe it. Uh, this is coin market cap and let's go back in time where they're <laughs> describing that. And it's yes, you see that little tiny <laughs> blip. That's what it was. That's what they were talking about. That was the fall. This is where we are today. And that just makes that basically disappear. Right. Um, so, yeah, man, it's absolutely crazy. When in doubt, zoom out. And remember, our friend Yellow says it all the time. Don't stop believing. Hodl <laughs> to that feeling. Amen to that. All right, everybody, let's get to the news. Let's do it. The Daily News. Brought to you by Bitbox 2 Bitcoin only edition, a hardware wallet by Shift Crypto, crypto like cryptography. It's secure, it's open source, and it's so easy your mom can set it up. Self custody is the revolution, and the Bitbox makes it simple. Do not leave your Bitcoin on an exchange. Order a Bitbox today. Awesome. All right, everybody, let's get into more contagion news. Ay, ay, ay. Um, let's check it out. So, first of all, um, let's let's go down the timeline, shall we? 
Uh, first, let's check out. Let's, let's let's take a look at Barry Silbert. Okay, so Barry Silbert is the founder of DCG, D D Digital uh, Currency Group, and that's the parent of the Grayscale Trust that holds, I think it's like 600,000 Bitcoin. Now, what's interesting about his Twitter account is he hasn't tweeted in like five days. <laughs> so that's usually not a good idea. The last retweet he did was safe security and transparency right um but what happened to uh digital currency group uh let's check it out of course they were involved in genesis and genesis was involved in the ftx debacle i think the last time i read they had an exposure of 1 billion us dollars or the equivalent to that anyways the and the announcement says today genesis global capital genesis trading lending business made the difficult decision to temporarily suspend redemptions and the new loan originations uh, this decision was made in response to the extreme market dis dislocation and loss of industry confidence caused by the FTX implosion. The impact lies with the lending business at Genesis and does not affect Genesis trading or custody business. Importantly, the temporary action has no impact on the business operations of DCG and, uh, and our other wholly owned subsidiaries. And of course, uh, this, by the way, Genesis trading was what Gemini Earn was using and that affected Gemini as well. But it only, it, it, and this is Coinbase, by the way, and Coinbase apparently confirmed, and this definitely cooled things down a little bit, that Grayscale did have the assets under custody. And apparently right now they have about 635,000, 635,235 no, Bitcoin. So they have a crap ton of Bitcoin under custody. If, if, uh, if if uh, uh sorry if um if barry silbert's oh man I'm, I'm literally blanking on the name if grayscale goes under holy crap you're gonna get you're gonna get very very cheap bitcoin i heard from a third party they did the calculations and if grayscale does go under we're talking about an eight thousand dollar bitcoin if you're staying humble stacking sats this doesn't this doesn't affect you 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 can have the dry powder to uh, to get some some cheap satoshis, but of course this hasn't happened yet. But uh, it's an interesting discussion. It hasn't only affected um, uh, shitcoin companies. Uh, Unchained and Bitcoin Magazine have had some layoffs. Apparently, Unchained uh, stopped issuing Bitcoin back loans. From my understanding, from people that I've spoken to, they're looking at um, other other people to continue to facilitate those bitcoin back loans apparently this has nothing to do with the ftx debacle it has to do with the fact that nobody wants to lend money when um the cost of the cost of here let me read you the exact thing so i don't butcher it um here we go uh here we go nobody wants to lend us usd to bitcoin hodlers when they can get five percent plus on t-bills so apparently that's the situation with unchained capital they had to let go some people uh some people that were working with them and also uh bitcoin magazine as well unfortunately bitcoin magazine had to lay off 17 people um, and this goes back to some original thought that I had to say this morning. Good morning. Survive with your stack intact, man. So it's very, very bloody what's going on there. But this presents an opportunity for, you know, for the humble stackers uh, to get your hands on some cheap Bitcoin. And look, guys, we've been vindicated with the message that we've been telling you guys for a very long time. Right. Um, literally 
buy Bitcoin, earn Bitcoin, mine Bitcoin, and send that Bitcoin into self-custody. Forget about it. You know, who's to who? I have no idea where this contagion is going to go. I have no idea what other exchanges are going to be affected. I have no idea what's going to go under, right? But if you've been staying humble, stocking sats, taking into Bitcoin into self-custody, this does not affect you. Stop trusting other third parties. And I'll, I'll tell you this, guys. I really believe that Bitcoin could have hit that six-figure mark last cycle if there wasn't all that paper Bitcoin. That's the reality of it, unfortunately, right? And how do you stop that paper Bitcoin? More individuals taking Bitcoin into self-custody, dude. So holy crap, guys. Strap in. Um, this is, this is I, I, my belief is this is going to get worse before it gets better. Um, and uh, it's going to be a hell of a ride. But I played you that video in the very beginning to show you guys that we've been here before right that fall remember 16 20k bitcoin seemed unfeasible back then it seemed impossible but that fall from a thousand dollar bitcoin to three hundred dollar bitcoin i bet you that was just as scary just as painful the largest big biggest uh biggest exchange at the time mount gox disappeared went under man it's 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 history repeating itself we'll be laughing about this four or five years from now but what you guys have to do is you have to survive with as much as your stack intact right meaning don't use leverage take bitcoin into self-custody stay humble i'll tell you this guys as well right as it relates to the title of the video no one knows where the bottom is they could draw as many fancy lines and, and, and magical lines as possible. Nobody has any freaking clue, right? But what I can tell you is it does not affect you if you're just staying humble, stack stats. If you feel insecure about what's going on, you got to learn more about Bitcoin. You got to bring, you got to open up those Bitcoin books. And remember, the hash rate has never been at an all-time high before. We have institutional exposure with BlackRock. We have giant oil and gas companies getting into Bitcoin. You have Exxon Mobil. You have. Um, you have Shell, right, announcing that they're going to be sponsoring the Bitcoin magazine uh, events, right? You have Gazprom, which is the national state-owned owned company. And, of course, you have two countries making Bitcoin legal tender, El Salvador and the Central African Republic. None of those things were true back in 2017 when the price of Bitcoin was at the same exact price. None of those things that I mentioned to you were, tr were, were, were true, right? So... I don't know, maybe this is just Nico being very bullish, but in my opinion, I think it's extremely undervalued right now. And the reason it's being pushed down so much is because all the leverage is being flushed out of the system. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts? And then we'll move on to Andres. Well, uh, first, let's start with like that Coinbase news thing where they say Grayscale Fund, Safu. It was just like literally like trust us, bro. We good, you know. Like sign them transactions, guys, and uh, and then and then you'll cause less concern on Twitter. But hey, it's not looking good for for uh, a lot of these uh, trading funds out there, and everyone's freaking out about Grayscale on Twitter. So I mean, like all that Bitcoin. Uh, we will see like the mother of all short squeezes once all this paper Bitcoin gets cleared out and, and we finally realize how much Bitcoin is actually being traded versus how much paper Bitcoin was being traded. 
and we can, you know, eliminate all the price manipulations out there because the more paper Bitcoin, the more they're able to manipulate the price. But it's like you said, you know, the CK quote comes to mind. Guys, just make sure you get your meat sack over the finish line. Stay humble. Don't over leverage yourself. Right now is not the time to get over leveraged. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk on Twitter. People are wondering <laughs> whether they should take out loans right now, what they should do. But hey, it's or looking- sell your house. <laughs> sell your house, you know, like. I think we all made the mistakes at the top. I think now is the time to stay humble, guys. Provide the value, you know, mine fiat, mine Bitcoin, and then just save in Bitcoin, unplug, do whatever you have to do so that you don't get caught up in the price movements because, you know, it's getting bloody, man. It, and and some and it's, it's our blood right now. So, like, it just, it's just Bitcoin bear market things. But shouts out to our friends at Bitcoin Mag and Unchained that got let go. You know, stay up, guys. It's bloody out here for everyone. Everyone. I, I wish you guys the best. And I, it's just a testament to what we've been saying forever on the show, guys. It's just like stay humble, stack sats. If we know, if, if we really believe where Bitcoin is going, uh, we don't have to do all this crazy over leverage stuff. We don't we don't have to get overly risky right now because that's how you're going to get wrecked. You know, like just make sure you have the sats that you control now going into the future and life will be good for us all. It's it's kind of back to like, how bullish are you really? Because uh, don't wreck yourself before we get to the finish line because you probably have enough sats now then, then you might if, you, if you're getting really risky out there. So just continue to provide value, save in Bitcoin, you know, up your skills, do whatever you have to do so that you get more cash flow in right now and build something, guys. Bear markets are for building. And as Becca says, you know, I hope you guys are out there. I am building. Because now is the time. Amen to that. But yeah, dude, it, this is this is some some crazy stuff. Guys, all you got to do is survive. Put that, put that, like put a picture, get, get a block clock, right? And the only setting you should have on the block clock is the having date. All right. That you just got to get over that finish line, baby. That's all you got to do. So just survive, guys. This is what it is. In 2023, it looks also like a lot of people are anticipating a recession. So it might also look bad in the economy as well. Just survive with your sacks, with as much of your sats intact as possible. Anyways, Andres, what are your thoughts, bro, before we move on? Dude, I just want to say, um, can you can you guys hear me okay? Right? Yeah. I'm here like okay. Yeah. So so I just want to say like, Bitcoin works. Like the protocol, like it's just it's just doing its thing, right? And the TikTok next block. The problem, it's when when we introduce fiat financials into Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Like all these exchanges have been just like they're just a carbon copy of what's happened. Like. Oh, Everything that's bad and everything that we're trying to get away from in the fiat world in the Bitcoin, like, you know, like the hash rates at all time high, like there's nodes being fired up every day, more and more all over the world. Uh, lightning is just firing up like everything with that is self-contained within Bitcoin works. So I, I, I have never like seen the need personally for all these like other like exchanges. And and uh, one of the biggest um arguments that people have for these exchanges is it's the the, the self-custody like self-custody is too difficult for people to do and to achieve and and i believe that's just it's gaslighting like the i mean these people want to make money and and the customers are newbies or you know people that aren't as technically savvy as some of us uh but but i feel like that's just nonsense and and we need to like really illustrate that that being a a, a self-sovereign individual holding your own keys is not that hard you know it's not that scary 
And uh, we, man, yeah, it's just fiat 2.0 on top of Bitcoin and on top of like shit coins. Like, so we, we want to get away from that. A hundred percent. And that's, you know, and that's responsible for a lot of the things that are happening right now. And I even make an argument that's responsible for Bitcoin not hitting six figures, right? Is a lot of the fiat, you know, debauchery, right? And of course, it's not even, it's not regulated. But again, history is repeating itself over and over again. And because they're able to, because it's, you know, it they're using... I hate using this word cryptocurrencies, right? And it it makes it difficult for governments to have the rules they implemented in the fiat system because in the fiat system they did the same thing until they implemented the rules. History once again is repeating itself. The difference here though, guys, is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the signal, right? For the first time in human history, you can memorize 12 words in your mind and you can store millions, billions, if not trillions of dollars in your mind, theoretically. And you can send that anywhere around the world and there's no third party risk, right? But people are not learning the lessons of the past and history is repeating itself. It's unfortunate. But anyways, real quick, I want to talk about Bitcoin wallets. It looks like JP Morgan is trying to remain relevant. Check this out. I could never have imagined this. Um, shout out to Bitcoin Magazine. They they took a screenshot. JP Morgan has trademarked a cryptocurrency payment wallet Bitcoin. I mean, so is it open source? Why are they patenting? Why are they trademarking it? Uh, would you trust the JP Morgan wallet? Um, I wouldn't. I would trust an open source wallet. And this is where I want to talk about Jack Dorsey's project, right? Block's new Bitcoin wallet aims to solve a huge problem. Remember, and self-custody is a huge problem because a lot of people, what Andres was saying, don't have the technical know-how. They, they've spent way too much time in the fiat matrix and they don't feel comfortable with this stuff. So anyways, it goes on to say, Block just detailed plans for its self-custody Bitcoin hardware wallet aiming to bring together the, the often contradictory goals of convenience and crypto security. Block's goal is to monetize the wallet through a subscription service. The plan laid out at Block's Investor Day aims to make it easier for mainstream individuals to self-custody their own Bitcoin, thus enabling total control of it while offering additional protections that are often not available for self-custody hardware or software wallets. Many other wallets don't have easy backup systems for consumers to access their funds. To do this, the wallet will include three parts, a mobile app, a hardware, a hardware device, and a self-serve recovery tool. The mobile app, which will presumably be run by Block, will be for everyday smaller transactions since it's easier, since it's easily accessible for people at all times. Quote, our wallet breaks up the secret key into three pieces to reduce the stakes of losing any one piece. The hardware wallet with its rock design and fingerprint access, which has been previously detailed, will be used for larger transactions where more security is needed. The hardware wallet will presumably hold the user's private keys, which are a user would set only for transactions above a certain size. If the mobile checking account, the hardware wallet is like a savings account. Quote, we are designing a system for regular folks, so it has to be resilient and inspire confidence even when things go wrong. And I think that is absolutely spot on. And check this out. The hardware wallet will also be a security tool if someone loses a phone or switches to a new phone. And there's been an update, which is why I wanted to cover this today. This came out uh, about a week ago. Block hardware wallet will be manufactured by Flex in Austin, Texas. So it looks like that project is moving along and it makes me very bullish because the self-custody problem is definitely an issue, right? There's, you know, the Fediments is potentially a solution to that as well, but we must have more individuals taking self-custody 
taking their Bitcoin into their into their own hands so that things like FTX, so that things like Mt. Gox, they could happen, but the amount of victims is going to be a lot smaller because the majority of people would have had their Bitcoin off exchanges, right? So awesome, um, awesome project about the block. Obviously, there's some security privacy uh, implications there, right? It looks like a lot of people would be giving up uh, a lot of privacy uh, to that company. Ideally, you know, you want to have either a Bitbox, a cold card, a Trezor, and you want that wallet synced with your own node so those so your transactions aren't being doxed right so you're you know you don't you, you you want to minimize trust as much as possible but for the average joe for the person who's not technically savvy for the person who spent a lot of time in the fiat matrix you know self-custody is better than nothing right and if that means sacrificing a little bit of privacy for convenience so be it. I, I think it's just it's a step in the right direction. The reality is that not every single individual, because I think this is going to be a generational learning experience, not every individual is is comfortable with with self custody. And that's just the reality of it. I'm glad that block is working on a solution. I'm glad that, you know, Fediment is another solution as well. Right. So I'm really excited to see uh, more news about this project and if it actually you know, accomplishes the goal that it sells, that it sets out, which is individuals, everyday individuals taking self-custody of their corn. Opti, what's good, bro? Well, I'm going to roll it back a little bit to the JP Morgan news at first. You know, JP Morgan gets into cryptocurrency wallet. Uh, I, <laughs> let's not forget that JP Morgan owns a substantial part of Fedcoin. I mean, uh, Ethereum coin. I mean, Ethereum coin. So, like... Uh, I, I mean, again, we say it all the time on this show, like this may give give Bitcoin and shitcoin some sense of legitimacy to like the the unsophisticated Bitcoin investor out there, you know, like, oh, big companies are coming into the space, you know, mass adoption and all this stuff. But I would not touch this wallet with a 10 foot pole. Uh, I would stay away from this. At, like, I, I'm going to tell everyone to stay away from this unless it becomes like open source and it's actually a Bitcoin wallet and not just like an Ethereum wallet. Then I mean, it. It just it doesn't seem like big news to me, but hey, this again this shows to you know the average person out there that there is more and more big companies and institutions coming into Bitcoin. So I can see how this is you know bullish news for some people, especially since this is at the you know what looks like uh, almost the bottom of a bear market. So of course it's uh, it's definitely uh, you know just po more data points to us Bitcoiners proving us right that. Like Bitcoin isn't dead, and then just to the the Jack Dorsey's wallet, or as someone DM'd us in in the Simply Bitcoin uh, Twitter account, the Bitcoin signing device. Um, yes. I can't wait. I can't wait to try it. You know, it looks interesting, and I'm I'm always open to trying new new uh, signing devices and and new apps out there that are making my UX and and my uh, experience that much easier. And and not only that, but helping new people get on board and have the best Bitcoin practices right out the box so you know i think this is just further further testament uh yeah exactly so Tucson many people beating up jp morgan in the <laughs> chat uh, so wait, it, I, I think it's just further proof that that we are getting to i know i know i've been beating this this meme in people's head but like applifying all these products i know it's not the best meme but we 
as developers, I'm not a developer. I think that um, you know, an emphasis on making Bitcoin as easy to use without sacrificing the Bitcoin principles that we try to push every single day will definitely help more people become Bitcoiners and get onboarded on the Bitcoin standard. Absolutely, and dude, these comments are just the amount <laughs> of dis- the amount of yeah, I got you. So, Mr. Robot says no, it's too it's too Alex Jonesy, man. <laughs> Bushmaster says JP Bitcoin backdoor wallet. Uh, Tucson Bitcoin says JP Morgan wallet is going to work with central bank digital currencies. Z Logic, this is true. This is not a conspiracy theory. You could you could verify this yourself. JB Morgan, they had the cruise ship full of cocaine, right? So to be specific, there was a container ship that JP Morgan owned, and it was it was seized. It was caught with a bunch of cocaine, of course. That's absolutely hilarious. But, you know, it's the open source developers that are stuck in prison without uh, without bail. And people like SBF are running free because they donated to the right political parties. Anyways, Rave Elevator says JP uh, is making a black swan. If you can't read the code or the wallet, it's not is not Bitcoin only red flag. I absolutely agree. It's weird. They trademarked it, too. That kind of goes against the whole open source movement. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not trusting that JP Morgan wallet. Like, hell no. Hell no. Anyways, Andres, what are your thoughts? And then we'll move to uh, we'll move to the culture, bro. Man, we're trying to get away from the bankers and the central bankers. Like, just no. Like, simply no. Like, don't do it. Um, and I just uh, thought of uh, Ross Ulbrich. Um, look at what happened with SBF. You brought him up and, and it brought Ross back into my mind. I'm like... You know, all he did was like provide a platform for people to trade and he's rotten in jail. Well, SBF has literally like scammed like hundreds of billions, like, well, no, I'm sorry, hundreds of millions of the people. And I, I, I guarantee you, he's not going to go to jail. Like he's not. And, and it just shows you that the corruption, the level of corruption. So like we're literally stepping outside of the that fiat world. Guys, just don't do it. Like, if you're thinking that that's a good thing for Bitcoin, it isn't. It, like, nothing that is not open source, don't do it. And going back to the to the um, Jack Dorsey wallet, I, I brought this up, a, a similar concept. I brought up in one of the spaces where all the maxis hang, and they, all of them were like, no, 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 no way. That introduces, like, complexity, which, which can cost, like, you know, like, um, vulnerabilities, like, points of vulnerability. But I, I still believe that we need uh, technology that allows for people to to in, in some way hold their own keys you know and i think that that's a step a step in the right direction and, and that that's going to need to happen you know and, and as long as it's open source i welcome it amen to that absolutely bullish over around a bullish all over man the 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 continued investment in bitcoin companies hash rate continues to go up nation state adoption um <laughs> you know institutional involvement as well all of these things paint a very bullish picture, right? And if you focus on the actual fundamentals, they continue to be stronger. So guys, back when Bitcoin was in 2017, of those things that I just said were true. It wasn't legal tender in, in a country. It wasn't institutional involvement either. You know, it's uh, it's 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 definitely interesting. Anyways, let's get to the culture. Let's do it. The Daily Culture.
brought to you by swanbitcoin.com swan is the best way to build your bitcoin stack with automated bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from ten dollars to ten million dollars we love swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging what are you waiting for visit swanbitcoin.com today all right everybody i want to give a shout out to bitblock boom it's a true Bitcoin uh, conference, a network with fellow Bitcoiners in Austin, Texas, August 24th, 25th, 26th, and 27th of 2023. Quote, this is a non-shitcoin NFT or blockchain event. We talk about Bitcoin, Bitcoin, and more Bitcoin. It's a true Bitcoin maxi conference. It's actually where me and Opti met in person for the first time in the flesh. You can take advantage of the promo code SimplyBitcoin to get a discount to your BitBlockBoom tickets. Opti. What are well, we talking about today, bro? Well, 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 well. Uh, we got our boy Andres in here. And if you guys hang out in the spaces, we have this conversation all the time on, on Twitter spaces. And we had, a, we had a perfect segue. Andres mentioned the corruption of the fiat world. And Andres is also Venezuelan, like you, Nico. You know this. You guys are our, our in-house Venezuelans. And you guys talk about this all the time on the spaces. And for you guys that aren't on the spaces, I just want to rehash this, these conversations that we have all the time. Uh, and first and foremost, maybe you guys can just give some context. Like, what happened in Venezuela, for those that don't know? And are you seeing similar signs in the West, in America, as you saw in Venezuela? I don't know. Andres, maybe you can start and Nico can jump in. Because we, we're seeing these signs, and Nico and I jump up and talk about this all the time. You know, the signs of the collectivists in the West right now are very terrifying. And we talk about this almost daily in our spaces. So I think this is something that people need to hear because, again, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. And we are seeing these signs happening in real time. So, Andres, you want to jump in, and then maybe Nico can yeah, add some let, two sats. Let, or Nico. Let me let me preface this. Let me preface this because I, I don't like political conversations, but I'll preface it. I'll preface it with this, guys. Bitcoin is about individualism. It's about empowering the individual. Right. Um, and statists. Right. Whether, you know, they're come from the, the traditional political left or political right. It's all the same. People misinterpret. They say it's the left. It's the right. No, 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 no. It's about individuals versus collectivists, right? And collectivists, that includes fascism, that includes socialism, that includes communism, right? Bitcoin is about empowering individuals, right? And this includes in countries that have fallen to collectivist ideologies, right? You're hearing beautiful stories of, of Cubans for the first time being able to receive money from overseas via Bitcoin without the government taking a cut, right? What the Cuban government does is interesting. If you want to send U.S. dollars to Cuba, the, US, the Cuban government takes those dollars and then they hand you... A, a, a peso shitcoin in return, right? Now, all of a sudden, you have a way to go around that. I also heard amazing stories in Venezuela as well as individuals were fleeing the country and the only thing that they could take with them, right, is Bitcoin because all they had to do is just memorize a 12-word seed phrase or just put it in a very safe spot. And, you know, the 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 advantage of storing wealth is in your favor the balance of power is in your favor right so yeah the, the the whole story of venezuela is tragic it went down the collectivism path but i think to tie this in with bitcoin to make it about bitcoin make this bitcoin centric right 
I think Bitcoin has the potential to fundamentally change the relationship between individuals and governments. And I think that governments are able to get away with a lot of what they get away with is because they control the money supply. They they have a money printer that funds this endless bureaucracy. If we are successful in separating money and state, which I think we will be because I think incentives are much stronger than coercion, we are ending this ability for these tyrants to do this on everybody else. But I think this revolution not only takes you know, Bitcoin's incentives, it also takes individuals taking personal responsibility, learning things like self-custody, right? And as in the case of Venezuela, man, if you learn how to take self-custody, you aren't being held hostage, so to speak. Andres, Anto Andres Antonopoulos, who was the original person who orange-pilled me, and I would just watch his lectures on repeat. Um, he said, he's like, look, if you actually want to effectuate change in a country, it's not about invading or, you know, what the U.S. did with Iraq and just invaded Iraq and destroyed the entire country. He said he's like, just airdrop hundreds of thousands of hardware wallets onto the people with instructions on how to take Bitcoin into self-custody. It's as simple as that. If enough people take self-custody, we win this peaceful revolution. There's absolutely nothing they could do about it. Anyways, uh, Andres, what are your thoughts on all this, bro? Man, I just want to say... Um, so in Venezuela, obviously, there's been like a hyperinflationary period in the past recent in the, in the recent years. And, uh, you know, something that Venezuelans like understand really well is how the the value of a currency that's being controlled by a central agency that it's it, how they're able to manipulate it in Venezuela. Like, obviously, the, the inflation, it's a little more complicated, like the, the government sees the um, means of production like every like private uh in, like industry got like either like scared out of the country or they got like expropriated by the government so so all these companies failed and all of the products that people needed like they became scarce right and so meanwhile the government kept like printing money to fund all of these collectivist like programs right like all these like social programs so so this is what triggered like the hyperinflationary um uh, period and so what people did was like they everybody like fled to the strongest uh, uh, currency, which is the dollar, right? And now the dollar is entering a period where we're, we're gonna see like maybe not, hopefully not a hyperinflationary um, uh, period. So so people in, in, in countries like Venezuela, they understand money because they have lived this process. And so it's just like a no brainer for Venezuelans to jump onto Bitcoin, you know? Like that's, it's a no brainer because it's the hardest money ever. and and. My sisters, for example, I, I orange built and it was super easy to do like, you know, like they, they have that experience from Venezuela. And I just told them, listen, nobody controls this and the supply is limited. And immediately they were like, oh, wow, that's incredible. And so they were like, OK, how do I save in it? And so people in these countries are already primed right for for the adoption. And I feel that um, Bitcoin is it's 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 so powerful that it, it can take away the power from 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 all these like tyrannical regimes and and man in the US like people aren't going to like adopt it as quickly because we we haven't suffered and i was talking to brady um uh swenson from from um from swan at, at the at the conference and and we both like came into the same conclusion like the only way that we're going to get mass adoption in the west is through pain sadly like when people started you know like realizing that their their savings accounts are like just you know, like melting ice cubes, like their 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 savings, like everything. It, people need to experience these things, like 
firsthand in order in order to like be like okay i fully trust bitcoin i fully trust like a money system that's outside of what has cost all of my life savings and energy to go to waste so yeah venezuela is like a perfect example of, of how the separation of money and state could it, it's it's incredibly powerful like it, it's the next step it insulates the free market it insulates individuals from the government's ability to manipulate them through the control of the money right also the control of the money uh money supply and there's something that you said that was very interesting which i completely fundamentally agree with and i and i've tweeted this out many many times right i'm more bullish on developing countries adopting bitcoin than developed countries right because unfortunately in developed countries there is convenience there's decadence right there's this the bread and circuses are strong the netflix the sunday football games right but if you live in a country like venezuela if you live in a country like nigeria if you live in a country like argentina that has double digit inflation you're adopting bitcoin not for speculative reasons which a lot of people do in the west you're adopting bitcoin out of necessity right and necessity is a very very strong incentive and it's funny the 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 uh, the, the nigerian example is the most beautiful right where you know the united nations released a report saying we must de-incentivize the adoption of cryptocurrencies in developing countries we must implement central bank digital currencies and that's exactly what the nigerian government did they tried to launch their central bank digital currency the e-naira and it has very little adoption and you think about it, it's like why is that like why is that the case well just because they launch a central bank digital currency that doesn't solve the fundamental issue as to why people are opting out in the first place and they're opting out because they don't want to deal with their currency being debased right and central bank digital currencies won't solve that unfortunately <laughs> though in the west that the inflation rate isn't so drastic that people don't really notice that they're being stolen from man that convenience right oh like the it's jp morgan it's wells fargo it's the fed this is the central bank digital currency you know they they roll out whatever politician on tv with the with the official emblem in the back and saying you can trust us when in reality you should not be trusting and this is something that unfortunately people in cuba people in venezuela people in afghanistan you you tell them do you trust the government with your money and they'll tell you hell no hell effing no you know so maybe it's a little bit of poetic justice too right because these are the countries that have been suffering the most uh because they don't have the ability to issue their own to issue a strong fiat currency and maybe it's a little bit of poetic justice that it's developing countries that have been getting the short end of the stick for decades now are the ones that are going to be the first to benefit from hyper bitcoinization or going on a bitcoin standard so and look it, this is not just me speculating anymore look i don't think it's a coincidence that el salvador adopted bitcoin saw record gdp growth saw the crime drop be and the reason i, I don't say it's a coincidence is because look michael saylor has the domain hope.com or hope.org right Bitcoin gives you hope. NVK has the handle deterministic optimism, right? Your life perspective completely changes when your unit of account is deflationary because all of a sudden, 
you, your opportunities, you have hope for a future because you know that you could save and eventually you'll be able to afford something versus an inflationary future. It's a constant struggle and race to earn more and more and more money because that money is constantly losing value. Right. So I don't think uh, I don't think El Salvador's success story in terms of the economic growth and in terms of the tourism, in terms of all this hope that people see. I was in the, I was in Cafe Bitcoin this morning and there was a bunch of people being interviewed that were on the ground in El Salvador. And they're saying, look, I'm El, Sal uh, I'm El Salvadorian before I was always thinking, how do I get out of this place? How do I migrate to the United States? And now I'm thinking I'm staying here. I see hope with Naim Bukele. And I really think you're going to start seeing the same thing in countries like Argentina and countries like Venezuela as more and more and more of the population wake up from the fiat matrix and realize, holy crap, I don't really need this government money anymore. And because I don't really need this government anymore, money anymore, you're taking power away from them. This is what the separation of money and state is all about. It's freaking beautiful, but bunker down because the state is definitely going to fight back. Anyways, Opti, let's get to the meme review. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. Kaboom Rex. I freaking Kaboom. love that name, dude. I love that name. Yeah, I dude, love the, the that sticker name. slap. The sticker slap might be the best part of that. I got that from Tucson because Tucson just went to my lug and was like, Kaboom Rex. Oh, man. All right, guys. You already know. This is the meme review. Tweets are the bullets and memes are the artillery. In this information war, you guys are the frontline soldiers. Continue to spread that Bitcoin signal because the world needs to know. They need Bitcoin now more than ever. Anyways, this first one. Uh, I don't think this is a new meme by Dylan LeClaire, but it's a it's a very fitting meme at this time. So he did a post. He goes, Bitcoin mining difficulty just reached a new all-time high. And then he's got this meme right here. He goes, pain, types of headaches, migraines, hypertension, stress, another bear market difficulty <laughs> increase. <laughs> oh, if man. you're a miner out there, oh man, man, and you're surviving... You will make it. In the in the meantime, you might be feeling some pain, but hopefully you prepared for this moment. Anyways, Just bunker down. Bunker, bunker down. down. Kaboom. Rack. Anyways, Kaboom. the next one is by the Bitcoin therapist, aka at the BTC therapist. And he goes, uh, and this is a play on like the smiling meme and the shock meme. He goes, crypto exchanges, rehypothecating Bitcoin and suppressing price. And he's got a big smile. And then he's got the shocked having a bank run on their Bitcoin. This is what we're seeing right now in real time, guys. And, you know, a meme paints a picture of a thousand words. Anyway, this next one yeah. is by Sweet Hoddle, and uh, I know you guys saw this this weekend. We had all the, the crypto influencers trying to backtrack on their really oh, bad uh, endorsements of the past year. And it goes, Sweet Hoddle goes, just buy Bitcoin. And we got this, we got a pomp in here. It goes, what you must know about crypto? And we got pomp, what you must know about crypto? And we got a, a, a Chad Bitcoiner, Chad. and he whispers in his ear, nothing. <laughs> I love that one. All right, this next one is by Memeing Bitcoin. And this is what we tell you guys all the time on the show. Uh, the world needs Bitcoin more than ever. And we have the world, and it's missing one square. 
and we got Satoshi Nakamoto giving all of himself to you That's guys, beautiful. the Bitcoiners out there, and he gives you the missing piece, which is the orange block of Bitcoin. It's uh, very poetic. Really like this one. Anyways, this next one, it is the week of Thanksgiving. So I'm sure, at least in America, I'm sure you guys are going to be hanging out with your families out there and you're going to have to go through this exact scenario. And we got a meme by Maxi Club. Again, love, love the artistic endeavors that you're going through, Maxi Club. Really, really some of the best memes out there. And he goes, my family thinking I'm going to live a normal life. And then me knowing about the upcoming economic collapse, just hoping not to die in a guerrilla war. <laughs> oh my god! Dark, but on point. Dark. 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 Okay, exactly. Uh, this next one. This next one. You might think this is us speculating. These might think we're giving you guys the hopium out there, but uh, I, you know, as a Bitcoiner that has been through cycles, we know this is going to happen again. And he goes, "This is by Riggs BTC." He goes, "The old corrupt establishment and its few supporters have no idea." what they're up against bitcoiners are about to wipe them off the map they have zero chance and it goes a chart bitcoin since 2011 number will go up and it will continue to go up yes we are in a bear market yes it's getting uh you know it's getting dark out there and more people are getting liquidated but number will go up continue to stay humble provide the value stack sats and everything will be okay as long as your Bitcoin is in cold storage. So, shouts out to all you guys. Uh, should I? Should I? Should I uh, here, let me play. It's very, it's very fitting for these moments. All right, this is gonna be the meme score music today. <laughs> okay. Auntie, what would you all give right. those uh, memes? My meme review score is this pin. And can you read that? It says, kill your television. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Andres, what would you give those memes? I give them an empty jar of hard time jerky. Hard oh. times jerky. Hard times jerky. Guys, this is, this is simply Bitcoin Live. So put your score in the live chat and we will get to it. We will read it live on the show. Anyways, I just got this in the mail. Shout out to Bitcoin Mag. It's the, I don't know why it took me so long to get this one. The censorship resistant issue. That's, that's what I would give those memes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Opti. I mean, the air horns. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess I forgot to tell you guys to put your meme review score, but you guys should already know by now. I guess I gotta guide your hands consistently. But we got we got a few we got a few meme scores coming in. All right, Rave Elevator. Rave Elevator says, I give those memes ninety nine rolls of the dice to generate a new seed phrase. Oof, that is very well thought out. Score, Opti's neglected bastardo, Opti Junior Lagarde. <laughs> Score an awkward first Thanksgiving with my new dad Opti and my mom Chrissy acting smug over the Bitcoin bear market. Oh man, hold funny. on, hold on, amazing, <laughs> Mr. Robot. Uh, wait, uh, I rate those meme miners heat heating the house while stacking freedom. Hodlcoin says, I give the memes for 540 days, four hours, and 20 minutes. The Bitcoin having estimate. Very good score. Z-Logic, I give those memes a gorilla warrior. Very nice. Uh, Rope says, rating those memes my huevos con chorizo lunch burrito. That's misspelled. This is with H, huevos. Uh, huevos. Um, Bitcoin for Canadians. I score those memes the huge value Justin Bieber gained on his NFT collection. 
slang. <laughs> John, I give those memes a, a stretch Armstrong. Next one by Pravanify. I give those memes a cup of coffee from El Salvador paid in sats. Yes. Uh, BTC pins. Those memes get a turkey part in. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, and last, we got the buzzer. I score a full wrapped Bitcoin. That's a shit coin, bro. That's a shit <laughs> coin. You're on the wrong show, my friend. All right. I also want to give a shout out to Simply Bitcoin Telegram Group. That's where you can link us Bitcoin memes to review. It's a party. It's absolutely free. You got to go to www.t.me/slash the Simply Bitcoin channel. Also, check out Simply Bitcoin Unfiltered. It's the written version of this show. Shout out to our awesome writers. Paul, Wynikus, Rustin, Zach. You got to go to www.simplybitcoin.news. It's dope AF. Anyways, Opti, let's get, we have, I'm wondering, we have, yes, okay. This is specifically for you guys. We have a website by, no, we have a, yeah, we have a website by Play. No, it's a, is it us? I'm going to go with software update. Bitcoin software release. Brought to you by CypherSafe. Don't be that person that loses their Bitcoin seed due to fire damage, water damage, dog attacks. Back up your generational Bitcoin wealth on steel. And there's no better place to do it than the Cypher Grid by CypherSafe. And now check out their new Bitcoin art, the Bitcoin Rulux Triangle, only on CypherSafe.io. All right, everybody. So... After all the things that have happened, at this point, you should have absolutely no excuse but to take self-custody. And I got something for you. The Sparrow Wallet 101 Self-Custody Your Bitcoin Beginner's Guide. <coughs> and it walks through everything. Here's the guide archived. We always put this down in the link description. Guys, take self-custody of your Bitcoin. You have absolutely no excuse. This guide will do it. And a good buddy of mine, BTC Sessions, has some of the dopest tutorials on how to take Bitcoin to self-custody. I know that Matt O'Dell has as well. Guys, stop outsourcing the responsibility of your wealth. Take some personal responsibility and take your energy, your time, your power back into your own hands. I also want to give a shout out to our awesome clothing sponsor. Opti is wearing the non-Simply Bitcoin merch, the Decentralized Corpse. Wow, don't dox me like that. I, I was comfortable this morning, all right? Simply Bitcoin merch, baby. That just dropped. It's limited edition, so when it runs out, it runs out, and you're not going to be able to get some. Check out the back. It's, <laughs> it's got a giant tank. But I thought this was a peaceful revolution. But it's I don't know. Revolution. But it looks, it looks dope AF. Anyways, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Simply Bitcoin. I want to get, I want to get, I want to say hi to my guests. Thank you for coming on today, Andres. Where yeah. can people find you? Uh, Twitter. I'm always on there at Son of Sats. There we go. It's right there. Uh, just give me a follow, and I'm always talking Bitcoin. Um, yeah. Awesome, man. Thanks for joining us today. All right, guys, that was another episode of Simply Bitcoin. If you enjoyed the show, I really, really appreciate it. And it helps us a lot if you hit that like button. Consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value. And number one thing you could do to help this peaceful revolution, get the orange signal out. Just not only share this content, share all Bitcoin content. Keep pushing this peaceful revolution. We must win over more hearts and minds. This will continue. The party will continue till 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Opti is going to be hodling down. Hod Ooh, hodling down. It slipped out. Hodling down Twitter spaces with our friends over at Swan Bitcoin, best place to stack sats, and our buddy Jacob. Anyways, so that's where the party will continue. 
We will see you guys tomorrow for another episode of Simply Bitcoin. Let's fucking go. <laughs>